0: Hello everyone and welcome once again to RTM Wrestling episode 64, TakeOver Chicago. We are your 115,764 favourites wrestling podcasts on the internet. Every week we come together to bring you our thoughts and opinions on the number one brand in sports entertainment. So remember, if you want to join us in the conversation, find us at RTM Wrestling on Twitter. And as it stands, we post this podcast. Info onto YouTube, SoundCloud, RTMWrestling.com, and iTunes. So go and get it where it's most convenient for you. My name's Andy, and as always, I'm joined by the Pocket Rockets, Emma. Hello. How are you doing, Em? I'm
1: okay. Got you a got little f- frog in my throat.
0: <coughs> oh, do me cough.
1: I know, I don't quite know where that came from.
0: <laughs> How are you doing?
1: Yeah, I'm, f- I'm fucking well.
0: Fucking well. I'm
1: fucking well, okay?
0: So, we've just finished watching Takeover. So, we thought we'd do a podcast on it. Yes. Now, obviously, Backlash is tonight. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I couldn't give two shits.
1: No, I I don't even know who's on.
0: Well, Shinsuke Ziggler is, not it? Well, I know that AJ Owens, that'll be good.
1: Oh, see, I don't really care. Do you don't care? No. No? No, I don't know Fair why I don't adult. care, I feel like because it's a bit of a filler pay-per-view and I don't know, I yeah, feel a bit maybe. over most people on there <laughs> if I'm honest, I'm like, yeah. I don't really care <laughs> if you're against that person, I don't give a shit. Yes. It sounds awful that, doesn't it?
0: It's a and and trust, I was talking to somebody about it on Twitter because obviously we did our progress show uh, last weekend. Uh, we had a bit of a rant on why we should still watch WWE and yeah. all that so, sort of stuff. So if you want to hear that, go and, uh, go, and, go and listen to that one from last week. Uh, but I was talking to a few people on Twitter and they were saying like, it, it it's peaks and troughs. Mm. Like, you know, one thing's going to stand out to you and then you're really into that. Then another thing's, you're really into that. It's blatantly obvious what we're really into at the moment, ladies and gentlemen. And we will get to that at the end. <laughs> but uh, should we should we go through NXT? Yeah, month.
1: I mean, I don't have any news this week, just what? by way of explanation, because we were going to do a normal show where it's the news, and then we talk about something random. However, I got a news alert this week from Bleacher Report, uh, breaking news, yep. some are raised back, and I thought, wow, Christ. it's a fucking slow week. Slow week. So I didn't... I didn't really bother with the news this week. I thought it might be better to talk about um takeover Chicago and you agree? Yeah,
0: definitely, definitely, yeah. Let's let's, uh, let's actually just give go it some time. It. Give it some time and shoot the shit. So, uh, no kickoff match uh, this time. Uh, it was only half an hour, which is a bit strange. I've
1: got to say it? that listening, I mean you were watching that up until you fell asleep last night. Yes. Um and you watched the kickoff show and I was listening to it while we were in bed and I don't know who was in the ear of Charlie Caruso but Christ yeah. she was put off to shit when she was talking at one point she was like yeah. and you could yeah. tell someone was going off on one in her ear yeah. and I was like wow she's really struggling someone's saying some shit down down her fucking earpiece Yeah and it really really threw me off
0: Yeah I mean I, I think what it, what it was is she was um she was looking at the wrong camera for a, for like a split second mm. <clears throat> and he literally—it uh, seemed like it threw her off for the rest of the kickoff show, because she's normally all right.
1: Yeah, no, she she's great. And then, I w- oh, and I didn't see her. I could just hear her, and I was like, God, she sounds awkward. Like as absolutely hell. Like rattled. seriously, yeah. Like she sounds so thrown off. Yeah. I imagine that she probably like beat herself up over that when she got off because it's it it was so noticeable.
0: Yeah.
1: And I was like, God, who's screaming down her ear? Christ. Yeah.
0: But it was like it was the intro moment where she was like introducing it. And it basically changed, like the camera angle changed to the, from the wide shot to the the mm. one on her directly, Yeah. and she didn't come across with it quickly enough. Right. So it sounded like because she sort of stuttered a couple of words, so it sounded like someone was like, "Fucking look at the other camera." Oh my like, god! Because she was so getting cues, but they, she just didn't do it. But yeah, it's, yeah I, I think no one gives a shit about that other than other than old Vinnie Mac. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so. No match because it was only half an hour, but they did, I, I, I can't, I don't know how they do it now because they've obviously, they record, they've recorded three matches for NXT, like before it, mm. but like when they were doing the kickoff show, it was like the fans were just filing in, so I don't know if they do it after TakeOver or.
1: I bet they must do.
0: Or it's just like a pre-recorded half an hour that they just play at yeah, the start. Yeah,
1: maybe. I don't know, yeah, because everyone was filing out at the end of um, TakeOver, weren't they?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like that was the you know, the actual show. So if they did anything afterwards I'd be keen to see what the crowd looked like.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Depleted, like two oh five.
0: yeah, maybe. Um but I, d- I, th- I think they would have done that half an hour, like filmed it beforehand mm. and then went into the tapes yeah. pre show and you know, that sort of thing. That sort of thing, you know? So match number one then was Roderick Strong versus Eric Young and the other guys out of sanity. Um so i enjoyed this i said to you while we were watching it as well um that the little vignettes that they've been doing for him like who is roderick strong showing his family showing his situations his history and all that sort of stuff uh have gone over quite well and it mm. seemed to me like they have because he's had a few luke warm reactions yeah on other takeovers where people are like yeah it's roderick strong Wives, yeah but now it seems like now they've shown him a bit more people care um I'm I'm not a massive fan of him, if I'm being honest. He's Nor a, bit, am a bit of I. a plain nan for me.
1: Massive plain nan, yeah. I mean, I, I, it's it's quite a gallant effort to get people kind of on board with him, yeah. By telling a bit of a story, because I think that they've they've suffered a case of bad timing with people, like Austin Aries, for example, before he went on 205, which has made him, yeah. Um, where it, it's just. They've just come. It's it's like right place, wrong time, and they've just not got over as much as perhaps they would have done if it was a quieter period of time. Yeah. Um. And I think Roderick Strong's one of them who's just been a victim of timing, and they've clearly learned from their mistakes of Austin Aries, and they've tried to build a bit of a story around him. And the crowd yeah. seems to be quite happy with it. Yeah. Um. I'm not a huge fan of him because I don't really find his character. Of any substance, I don't really think there's anything there. I don't there's nothing particularly interesting for me about him. Yeah, you know, you can tell me as much of a backstory as you like about him, but I'm not there for the people who they are in life or what their story is. I'm yep. there for what they do in the ring, and the product's great. You know, like the the performance is great, and his the quality of match is great, but his character is a bit, nah. I think that's where 100%. I'm at with him. It's he's just a bit meh, and like that guy who was in, you know, on that NXT documentary. I can't remember his name. You know, the one who's kind of like never really got off oh, the ground. Oh, Tino Santana? That's yeah. the one. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of him, where it's like, well, you're just a guy, yeah. and I don't really care to be honest. Yeah, because
0: the things you've done outside of it, you know, yeah, it's you, could, there, you, is could, is you it? could be you could be anything, but you have still got to perform. And he does perform. He's he's a great wrestler, but it's just one of them where it's like
1: you've got to have it. The whole package in yeah. NXT and WWE, though, haven't you? It's got to be everything.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. So I thought it was a good match. I did enjoy it. Um, I think Eric Young. Uh, I would have I would have put him over on this one to be honest, but yeah. they're obviously trying to trying to build strong up to be um, bigger and obviously, you know, I was I thought the pop was well deserved. As I said on Twitter before I fell asleep. Uh, a lot of people were cheering for strong as well. I just I thought it was young's time because the thing is is like I think um Rude needs somebody not to get too much into it before we go into that match. I think Rude needs somebody who is a bit different. Yes. To feud with. And I think Eric Young would be perfect. Um I also think Aleister Black would be perfect as well and I can't believe he wasn't on this show. Me too. But um he's in a taping for like the the next the next NXT. Yeah. But it is it is tough to leave Alistair Black off a you know, good old Tommy End off a show at the
1: moment it is. Because yeah. NXT I think is it's definitely a bit bare. Yeah. And they could do with any kind of help they can get. Yeah. Not that I'm saying that this particularly needed it. This is one of the stronger ones, but I don't yeah. think it it, it would have
0: hurt. No, definitely not. And we only had one match that wasn't a title match. Mm. Um, which is obviously this one. And there was only five matches on the card, so they could have easily made it six and just put Alistair Black in against somebody. But hey what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, so up next, we're going to leave the match that was on second because that's what we like to call the people's main event. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. Obviously, the ma- the real main event was amazing, but we're going to leave that till later because I think we've got the most to say about that. Um, so up next, NXT Women's Championship match. Asuka, Ruby Riot, Nikki Cross. What do you reckon? Uh,
1: I mean, this was obviously going to be Ember Moon's match um, before she got injured, so everybody's got that in their heads that this is the next best thing, and because you know, Ruby and Nikki are quite strong. They're still, they've not had a lot of time as singles competitors to really build anything up. So they are the next strongest, yeah. I would say, but they had to go in it together because individually it just wasn't enough. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think there was any danger of Asuka losing.
0: This. No, I think even with um, Ember Moon in there, Asuka's still retaining. Do
1: you think? See, I think Ember Moon, it, it's it's happening next time. Do you Yeah, I do. I think it's her time, but at the moment, yeah. This, I mean, without Ember Moon, I just think it's over. Like not over, but
0: yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, I think they're waiting around for this women's tournament. They're desperate for this women's tournament.
1: Yeah, and it would be great if they did do the thing that you said of like the winner gets to go against Aska. Yeah, that would be a great prize. That would be a really cool way to end it all. And you know, perhaps if that is the case, then yeah, maybe ember moon won't win if you know she does come back and goes against her at the next one and they've mm. not sorted this women's championship out yeah. um, but it, it's tough beating asker at the moment i mean you, you've kind of got to think about yeah. how the fuck is who's beating her
0: especially with the way she won as well like i think that's the only thing on the card that i have a bit of an issue with mm, That she's in them both yeah i think it was a bit of shit
1: yeah she didn't need to do that no at all like it really if you're gonna push these women i just think that's the wrong way to go about it because in
0: in my mind now and it's heinous thing to say but now nikki cross and ruby Wright are behind peyton royce and billy Kay. I know because they both they both got they got embarrassed with that pin like Mm. that's that's what it is it's an it's an embarrassing way to lose like you've both been pinned Cause like when she did that running knee and she went to pin them both, I thought, oh, that's quite funny. Oh no, that's a three. Wow, okay. And I know Ruby did her finisher like the, the swinging sort of kick finisher on Nikki, but it was kind of like a, a running knee to Ruby, right? And then she pinned both of them. It was just, it just seemed a bit weird if they're going to be your next strongest mm. women and you want them to go because the whole I think the whole point of this Fatal Four Way to start with was maybe um ruby wright and nikki cross taking each other out of the equation yeah so it just left um uh, ember moon and asuka mm. so then you start a feud between ruby wright and nikki cross which could go on forever yeah and it would be a really interesting thing um but yeah to have, to have a pin both of them it just Good means shit. it means if they are gonna have a rivalry now it just is meaningless. because mm. like oh you both got pinned by
1: yeah it's not going anywhere past yeah, this. yeah yeah you know it's not progressing like, yeah, yeah I, I agree. mean they can
0: try they can try till they're blue in the face but it won't get over because of that that double pin
1: I think um <coughs> we were right in acknowledging though that when we were watching it that Ruby riot got a really good response from the crowd
0: yeah she did she
1: seems to be like an instant favorite I mean I know that the Chicago crowd are particularly good yeah you know they are like a standout crowd in America hundred percent but you know they loved her
0: yeah they really did she got a really good response I thought she got Probably the best response out of all the women in that match. Mm. <clears throat> and there was a lot of Ruby chants. Um it was just it was great. It was a great see the crowd, just as a segue, I mean we'll come back to the crowd again later on, but fucking hell, the crowd came to fucking party They were so good. They were there to they see this is the thing, like uh, and Chicago gets a bad rap for being particularly schmarky. Mm. Right? Now there's schmarky and there's and there's there's you know too much like the roar after WrestleMania crowd you can argue is slightly schmarky now if you heard our WrestleMania show the you know we were in that crowd and I got a bit annoyed with the beach ball thing because I thought it was too much now the Chicago crowd last night I thought was spot on they did everything, everything right, and you know, I'm not, I'm not here to pass judgment on what a crowd does, but there was nobody sat on the hands apart from the normal people on the front row. Yes, and the ones that we see every time the as regular a regular faces, the regular faces. They're normally the ones who sit on the hands, but then stand up and clap at the end, mm. um, which is fair enough. You can do whatever you want, but the the crowd came to party, like they came to, to. I mean, I'll be interested to see if they did a backlash like thing where you got a ticket to nxt if you bought a ticket to backlash mm. or it was just a it was just a secondary yeah, sale that's true thing.
1: is it in the same is it both in chicago so, uh, yeah
0: yeah yeah so they're both so i can't
1: ba- see them not doing a little package there
0: maybe yeah but but it was i think it was it was um announced so late right. i was like oh maybe maybe not but if if it, i think that was probably the case then so the um i i go more on to the it was sold afterwards because the um the yeah the uh the crowd was so good, so they, they it seemed like they all bought tickets to be there whereas like the the one sort of uh, criticism I've got of Orlando is that there was quite a few empty seats on the non camera side, and um the you know it was like all oh, these guys get a ticket to take over with their travel package, yeah, so how up for it is everybody gonna be? less mm. so it, they could they could all be 99 percent up for it but less so than people who've bought tickets specifically for that event i think i agree totally uh, but we'll get more we'll get onto more of the crowd later on um so do you th- just think uh just think uh what's the faces next then Ember. Amber.
1: yes i do unless they do do the thing that you say about the um women's championship and the winner goes against Asuka which would make perfect sense for me yeah but I, I don't know I, I really really don't know what I, and I don't even know if that's going ahead apparently it is and apparently it is set for like June July so it's not like it's run over or anything but there's just a part of me that's still a bit skeptical it's even gonna happen
0: yeah I, know I don't know you why
1: I'm so skeptical about it I think it's because <sighs> I don't know I think the UK championship which we'll get onto obviously as part of this show has been confusing and interesting as to how that's yeah. been depicted which doesn't bode well for me for any external you know extra competition that they want to bring in.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But we'll yeah. get onto that later. Yeah,
0: we'll talk we'll talk about them both together as well when we go through that. Um <clears throat> right. Strangely enough the next march was the NXT Championship match, which is hell Bobby Roode against Atami. Now, after watching the main event, like the actual main event, you can kind of see why, and I, and I and we'll get on to the, the pros and cons of that mm. afterwards, but I think to, to have your NXT Championship match here said to me instantly that they did not give a shit about this match.
1: Yeah, I think there was... When I found out... Because, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I've been a bit detached from NXT for a good few weeks. So, yeah. I didn't know what was the... You know, who was going against Bobby Roode. Right. And it makes sense for a Adeo Atami to go against him. 100% makes sense. I totally get it. There's not a lot of people left. However, mm-hmm. I did go... uh, when yep. I found out about that match, I was like, God, that's a bit boring. That's a bit dull. And I know that sounds awful because I like Itami. And I, yeah. and, and I, I do kind of like Bobby Roode. I like the idea of him more than him, I think. And yeah. I like the gimmick. And I do think he can wrestle. But for some reason, I'm just not that excited about him. Um, yeah. Um And Itami, I do really like. But I think his absence has taken a little bit of an edge off him for me. Yeah. and I probably should have been watching the show for the last, since he's been back and I haven't been Yeah, for me to get excited about Tommy again but, so well, yeah, when I found out about this match I was like, God, that's a really dull takeover and clearly that is not just reserved to me because yeah. hence why they put the title match on in the middle of the show Yeah. so it isn't just me who thinks that that is not a strong enough match to end the show with because yeah. even with the main event being quite as shocking as it was, I still think that could have occurred in the middle of the show, if the main event, yes. if if the title match was strong enough, it's still a middle-of-the-show moment. It's not a, yeah. this is so amazing, it has to go at the end of the show. Totally. If the title match was strong enough, <clears throat> it would have always finished the show.
0: Yeah, 100%. 100%. And, y- you know, y- if it's if Nakamura's in there, it's it's not the main event, you know, the tag team matches in the main event, no matter what they were doing, um, but we'll get onto that in a sec. But the the so <clears throat> the reason why I, I brought up like the running order thing mm. is because as soon as the graphic came up of it's Rude versus Atami, like now I was like, oh, all oh right, nothing's happening in this match mm. because it was your tit- your NXT title match, which instantly started me thinking, how mad is this tag team match yeah, gonna be?
1: What's well, gonna happen?
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, again, we'll get onto that. Side. But the um, I, I didn't, I didn't really enjoy it. I think it was just a, I kind of think it was just there for a GTS in Chicago moment, and they didn't it put was. that much effort into it.
1: I mean, as I said, I don't think logically there's any m- many more people who could have gone against Rude. Like no. he is so big in NXT, and he's lost all his opponents now. And Atami's the next biggest guy. And I think that, although I do believe Atami's a big guy, I think that's saying something. Because he. I think Atami still needs a bit of momentum. And I think he does, 100%. unfortunately, need some mid-card matches to work his way up again. 100%. I think, think Black's got
0: more behind him.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But the, the t- it's slim pickings in NXT right now, which especially... When it comes to and now I think about it, male singles matches, which makes a lot of sense when you come to the main event as to what yeah. happens. But yeah, it, there's there's not a lot going on. No, and if that is your best match, I can understand why Triple H is tearing out what's left of his hair. Yeah. Of it is fucking been absolutely dra- This place has been dr- like, what's the word?
0: Gutted. Gutted. I was saying yeah. drained,
1: but that sounds a bit rude. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it has been gutted. It's been yeah. gutted. There's nobody left.
0: And interestingly enough, no uh, McIntyre on the shower either. Yeah. Which gutted. is very strange to See, me.
1: Yeah, and I, I, un- I think that the. I would be very surprised if it wasn't a McIntyre rude takeover Brooklyn. Yeah. But it's probably a bit. Too soon for him, perhaps. I don't know, but
0: I think he should have still been on the show though, because like, so your, your non your non title match was strong versus Eric Young, and I know it's not normal for him to put a UK Championship thing on there, um, but you know it, it was it was two and a half hours long the show they could have made it three hours, could have made it four hours. Like who fucking cares? Well, the I think like, it's your own network, it's your I own think show. They
1: should have had a, a kickoff match. Yeah, I know they don't really need to when it's all on the network though, because I don't think NXT's on telly at all, is it?
0: No, no, I don't think. So it you is, don't no.
1: really need a kickoff match. Kickoff <coughs> matches sell the pay per view, so they yeah. get people to buy the network. Whereas, I suppose when it's NXT, you know, like everyone's watching it anyway, so it's not really on a. T- I don't think yeah. it's on a television no. channel. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, the NXT not. kickoff show. So I think it's on
0: like YouTube and things like right. that. Right. Well, maybe you if it's YouTube that. then. Yeah. You know, they
1: could have had a match on, and maybe some people would have bought the network for it. Yeah. So they could have had another match, and they certainly had the amount of people, you know, enough people to do it. Yeah. So it's quite surprising.
0: Definitely. It's probably like a logistical thing with them taping that pre-show early, and then mm. them filming three matches. Then they go into yeah. take over. So maybe that's it. But still, I, t- I don't think the um, the service to the the male. Division, which is a really interesting thing to say, like they didn't serve all service the single men's division very Mm. well in this one. Because is Roderick Strong gonna go for the belt after it? Maybe.
1: Yeah, slim pickings. I I can understand why they did what
0: they did. But both McIntyre and Black should be ahead of him, in my opinion. But anyway, see, see. I I agree
1: with you. Sorry, I would have put the Roderick Strong match on a kickoff. Yeah. And then maybe put McIntyre. Or Alistair Black on the main show as perhaps your first match. Yeah, that that's. I just probably
0: me. would have fucking bought McIntyre versus Black and just gone for it. Just had a match. Yeah, and gone. Do you know what? Whoever wins is number one contender. Mm. And then and th- and then at least you know you've got somebody who is then beat because that that's the problem with I think we've got with Atami. because I mean I've been watching sporadically the NXT shows and you know all he all he seems to have done is come out and beat. Rude up, like of any sustenance. Right. So, but you know, I've probably i probably missed some things out in that, and I'll probably get butchered in the comments and <laughs> the uh, on on Twitter as normal when I miss something out. But the um, yeah, I just I think I think at the Atami was there for the GTS in Chicago. I love the fact that he did it, and the crowd, some of the crowd started shouting CM Punk, and the rest of the crowd turned on him. Yeah, which was hilarious. Oh God. So maybe that's it. Maybe that's the last time you hear it because if Chicago are booing now mm. it's tough it's a tough sell True. um but yeah that's what i thought he was there for wasn't particularly impressed with it the i thought i felt like they had to do the shoulder injury angle so he beat him with an injury and if there was so many things that i just thought no I, I, I don't think you you're doing you're doing the best stuff there um especially with what we already saw in the night mm. like because there was you know it just wasn't it just it was just better some the, the other matches were better basically Agree. i think i think this was the match that i enjoyed the least
1: uh, yeah I, i'm definitely definitely there with that
0: yeah i'm not saying it was bad but just saying i enjoyed it the least i think it was the one that was given the, the less to do like it didn't it didn't have as much teeth as the rest of it
1: yeah i didn't really feel a crowd for <clears throat> this either that much no. considering they were so into it i didn't I didn't really get that feeling that they were that bothered about it. You know, that invested in in the same way that I w- wasn't that invested. I didn't really mm. care. I I knew that Atami wasn't winning.
0: Yeah, but it's the, a bit
1: like the women's match. You knew it was gonna win.
0: Yeah, I think it's a bit. I think it's all positioning. If you have your NXT Championship match on as the the main event, you know that's the 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 main thing. Mm. So you're not gonna you know you're not gonna sit on your hands for the last match of the show. So, But the fact that he was like, oh, it's the NXT championship match now. All right, nothing's happening in this. That's the... Ins- that, yeah. that, and r- rightly or wrongly, that's, that's what I naturally go to. It's like, oh, your championship match isn't your main event. Okay, fair enough. And that's not saying that I shouldn't think tag team matches should main event. Women's matches shouldn't main event. They should. But, but on the flip side, you know if your NXT, which is stereotypically your main event match from the last... However, many takeovers apart from the Sasha Bailey one, um, you know nothing's happening.
1: It's true, it's very true. Yeah, yeah. And it, I think I was quite—I was so surprised that it was in the middle of the show. Yeah. That I thought, oh, okay, ah, all right. Totally. Seven out of ten, the match <laughs> coming. Seven out of ten, way. match. Yeah,
0: <laughs> which is still amazing. Um, but yeah, I can't see who's next for Rude, and I don't really—I'm not really clambering for anybody for Rude to go against.
1: I think McIntyre for me. Yeah? Yeah, I think that'll be good. Um, but in that, I would have thought that Rude would have to go face. And I don't think he's face at the moment. I think he's still heel, right? Yeah,
0: but Ma- McIntyre's like a bit
1: so yeah, on the I, fence. Yeah. So he
0: could go either way.
1: Yeah, perhaps he goes face. But yeah, I think that I'd... I don't know if that's me because of ICW. i quite like to see that. And I think yeah, yeah. that because McIntyre's such an imposing figure... And he is, qu- you know, he's, he's the same size as Rude. So even together in, in the ring, it's yeah. like it looks more evenly matched. Yeah. And they look like two kind of big dudes that yeah. then I'll be like, all right, let's – I can't see how you're just going to flatten him. And not yeah. that he flattened Atami, but, you know, like looking at them two, you're like
0: mm-hmm. – Yeah, he won with an injury.
1: It's like seeing Reigns against yeah. Bala. You're like –
0: you nobody should be beating people <laughs> with injuries. Like you I agree. Be. No,
1: I agree. But like size, size wise, you look at them and go, oh, for fuck's sake, yeah. this doesn't look good.
0: One's on steroids, the other. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> no, it's true. but yeah, I, 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 I'm not bothered to really at this moment because Rude's coming out and he's doing his thing of the heel, so it's great. Like Rude's doing great work. I'm a massive fan of Rude, but I can't see a face that's monstrous enough. To go go against him,
1: I think that that is the problem because it does have to be like a mega face.
0: Yeah, and I think you make one out of Alistair Black versus McIntyre. I think you make it from that match Mm. because that's such a because obviously McIntyre is McIntyre. Black's been with Raw and doing main event and stuff like that, which is crazy. But the um, I think you make your next big star out of that match. I think you make two stars out of that match if you let them go.
1: I I have something, a theory of NXT that I quite like to come on to, but not till the end of the show. Not
0: till the end. So, their main event, but not ours! <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we can talk about these in length, I feel. Uh, so first up, we've got the NXT Tag Team Championship ladder match between the Authors of Pain and DIY. Now... I know it's going to be hard, oh. but let's talk about the match first. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, okay. first thing I know is Chicago crowd red up.
1: Oh yeah, they were absolutely well
0: all inspired. over it. When DOI came out, they were getting a massive pop. It was awesome, it, absolutely mm-hmm. awesome. Um, so f- just to give my, do you want me to give my opinion of yes. the match first? Yeah. Go so for I-, it. I loved it. I love the match. I still think Orvis are a pain. God bless him, they're trying. But the the try my patience now. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. That's a bit much. But I I do think the I do think that they they're, for what they lack in grace they're making up for in effort. Yeah, I think they're putting a lot of effort. It's in. better. It's yeah. a lot
1: better. It's it's not even like a lot better. It's it's infinitely better than when they first debuted. And the first few times they came out, like they, they do look the part now and they act the part. Yeah. It's not a case of I'm like, who oh, are these big dumb fucks? Even though I think I was saying that all the way through it. But well, they, kept... well,
0: they nearly took out the front row with that ladder. Oh that my was, god, come on
1: guys. Bit of ladder awareness. But um yeah, like they're better. They're a lot better. And I think the thing was that um Ellerin was kind of the main focal point of that. for a while and I think now that he's I hardly notice him even when he's involved says a lot that it's more about those two guys than him is like right he could exit this not that he will but he could exit this and I don't think it, it would make any difference at all Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Which agree I think saying you. something. Whereas yeah. I think he was driving it hugely before, and and they were an afterthought, even though they were the ones in the match. Yeah. So that says a lot about yeah. the work they've done. They've obviously worked really hard, and yeah, they seem to be kind of getting in time, even as well. Dare I say it?
0: yeah I think I think the timing diff-
1: used to be awful, but yeah,
0: but now... Cause it makes it makes a big difference, like with the ending spot with the with the power bombs, the dueling power bombs, it looks mint when they both do it in time mm. when they don't do it in time, there's no camera angle that can make it look amazing. It just looks like two guys power bombing, but the fact that they got that last bit in time, I was like, yeah, mm. okay, that's cool to do them both in time I uh, love the the spot where they both jumped off where d i y jumps off the ladders onto them. Um, even though it looked horrendous, <laughs> they both, especially uh, Johnny's, where he's like, it looked like he it's hit with his legs off. and just flipped over, um, which was which was crazy. Um, and I loved the uh, the kind of like a German suplex, but he kind of turned into like a power bomby type thing. Mm. And the lads are just disintegrated. Like that's how that's yeah. how big that motherfucker is. That ladder just disintegrated to so the point where you could see you could see, it looked like wood. It looked like bits of wood were flying off it, it even did. though it wasn't. Like that's how much he caned that lad. Yeah, it was
1: pretty, pretty intense. It was
0: amazing. Um, but did you like?
1: Sorry, did you like it when um, Gargano saved Champa? Did you enjoy that bit? I fucking did. I fucking did. I really I fucking did. It Broke my little heart. That did. but gosh, and friends. he
0: properly got smacked in the fucking face with the ladder. Like he properly took that. Let's not go there just yet. We've not finished yet. Let's not go there just yet. I can feel. You, I can feel you pulling away. Feel you pulling back. I'm just shaking my head. I know you are. I know you are. But the, there'll be time. There'll be time to grieve, and now is not the time. <laughs> <laughs> now we fight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lord of the Rings. Return of the King. So, <laughs> Elrond <Ella laughs> got uh, super kicked as well. I
1: awesome. Awesome. Yeah. While like before he did that I was like, Hit him. Hit him I know, yeah. <laughs> <I> know, yeah. <laughs> Hit Ellerin, that old fuck. Yeah. I was going nuts.
0: Yeah. And we do have reaction videos to these things as well, so they'll be going up on YouTube like the ones that I think mm-hmm. are the best. Yeah. Um I've got two in mind in particular. So check out YouTube for the reaction videos Ooh. if you can. Um so Authors of pain Retain. Let's start there. I thought the IOI were taking it.
1: Well, considering that it was on at the end, I said to you at one point, "If the, there's got, I think they're at, they're taking the tiles if this is on at the end, because yeah. otherwise I don't get it. I don't really understand why Officer Payne would win it. I think it'd be a bit of a damp ending. So yeah, and then I kind of I, I thought that was fine, and then I was saying to you all the way kind of well towards the end actually i'd rather diy won this at brooklyn because it's yeah. a bigger show and i think they deserve it yeah they deserve the bigger show to win this and i think the crowd will go nuts yep. so if officer Payne retained then at least it'll come round again and they'll they'll have the bigger moment at brooklyn that was my kind of thoughts anyway
0: yeah i, I was 100% with you then towards the end uh, but then when they pulled the belts down we noticed there was still 10 minutes left, Then,
1: Yeah, so... W- so all
0: sorts of things were running through our minds at that point. Would we see a debuting Mustache Mountain?
1: I was so hoping for that. When you said it, I was like, fuck yeah, that is happening. It's fucking happening. And when um, Officer Payne were going up the ramp, I was like, here we go. They're going to come running out and attack him from behind. And i'm going to be the ring going, yeah.
0: That would have been can help us.
1: Um, Yeah, no, I, I, I thought there was going to be some crazy tag team
0: debut. Type yeah, team. I did. I really because did. now, before we get into it, now now it's wide open. Who's the tag team? Who's next in line? TM61. Fuck TM61. <laughs> They've not been on the show <laughs> for like uh, 100 years. No. The returning Blake and Murphy. Oh, God. Which I think they should do something with them. Christ. They were the big tag team at one point.
1: They are split up now, aren't they? They are singles competitors now.
0: Yeah, but they've not done anything with them. They've done nothing with them, have they? Um, Apart from like a thing with McIntyre. But the. um, Because I thought that was the takeover match. I thought Drew versus um, Blake or Murphy, I can't remember which one it was, uh, (laughs) was the takeover match, but obviously not. I've not been paying attention enough. So the tag team division as is is non-existent, really. You can kind of say now, as far as like who you think next in line is. Uh, hence why I said a debut in Mustache Mountain might be uh, an interesting way to go about it. And why is the tag team division so wide open, l m
1: Oh, please don't make me say it. Because that um, tag team match had the worst ending of a match I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> in terms of how much it broke my heart.
0: Why? Why, Tomasa?
1: Why? Oh my God, it was, I've never been that heartbroken.
0: Yeah, but we said it. Never been that
1: heartbroken. We, it
0: started clicking when they were walking up the ramp, oh. and, and I think, uh, I've not watched the reaction video back, but I think one of us or both us say, please don't attack him. Well, I think we were please both scared of it happening other.
1: because we knew there was ten minutes left. And it's like yeah. no one's coming out and it kept focusing on they kept hugging. It's like please don't oh, turn no. on each other. This is heartbreaking. Please don't turn on each other. And in a way, I think I would have preferred Gargano turning on Champa, because like the Johnny Ciampa Gargano's looks... got like the, the, the saddest little face ever. Yeah. So it was the oh it was just horrendous. And he was
0: still trying to hug him even oh. though he was beating the shit out of him.
1: Oh God, I can't, I can't. I don't even think I could talk about it.
0: It was so well done. It was so well done. It was so shocking. Oh. Um, it was just crazy. Like, I don't... We can we can debate, I think, the, the logistics of it and whether they should have done or... But I don't think there's been a more shocking moment in NXT than that for a long time.
1: I, I don't think I've seen a more shocking tag team breakdown than that. No. Because usually there's a very good reason why they break down. So usually someone lets someone down in the match, and as soon as someone costs the match, you go here we there go. We go. Yeah. But they didn't, and they were both on that ladder. They were both clinging onto the thing at the end together. Yeah. And you know, Gargano would save Champa, so there was nothing in that match that made you go, "Ooh, that's sh- ooh, I can see this happening," at all. And it was it was purely because there was ten minutes left that we were like. Oh no, 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 no. Please, please, please don't let yeah. this be what we think it's going to be because there's so much time left. Yeah. That was the only reason, just purely on the time left. If we would have watched that live,
0: we wouldn't have known. Not a clue. Yeah, we wouldn't I would have just thought
1: it was going to finish. Yeah. Especially because the little WWE thing came up and Those you're like, bastards. it's over. Oh, absolute bastards. It's over. Yeah. And yeah, I think even when I was watching it, when I saw that thing come up, I was like, oh no, we're okay, we're okay, we're okay. It's over, it's finished. And then, yeah. Yeah, I mean this is—it's a sensational setup for hopefully NXT Brooklyn, because if we're talking like take over Brooklyn for those two against one another, we've seen them go before, mm. and they did that match where they went against one another as friends. So yep. imagine seeing them as enemies—like it's yeah. huge—and it was such a—it was fucking good match. I remember watching it. it was for two hundred five, right?
0: Yeah, it was a Cruiserweight Classic, yeah. yeah. So,
1: like, yeah, the part of that tournament. And I, I seem to remember us coming out of that going, that has got to be close to being one of the matches of the year. Yeah. Even then. And then their tag team match got matched of the yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. So, like, those two going against one another is going to be sensational. It's just awfully sad because... Yeah you can pretty much bet your bottom dollar that DIY isn't going to come back together for a very long time, if at all. Yeah. And they were so loved. They were so loved. I've not known a tag team that beloved yeah. to break up at this point Yeah. when there was no real reason for it. It's so fucking sad. It's so yeah. sad. And it's that that really gets me because usually tag teams that break up are either like comedy tag teams or tag teams that aren't that over together. Because yeah, yeah. if your tag teams making you tons of money together, you, you don't break them up. No, oh yeah. You don't break up. Yeah. So that was... R- and they were on the cusp of like something great.
0: I think they were on the cusp of a main roster run.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. However, my theory now.
0: <sighs> okay. That before, before we talk about our main event. Yes. Okay, my theory
1: is that... I think Gargano is going to be your next top underdog. I think he's your Daniel Bryan. I think he's you put him against Bobby Roode and he's getting slaps about and he wins. Dra- Draken is as big as I that. I think he's going to get the push.
0: Really? Uh, and I
1: think he's going to be the man.
0: Do you think so? Yes.
1: I, d- I really do. I think he's going to end up winning the NXT title at some point. Yeah. And I think he'll go to the main roster and get a huge push. And be like the li- like a little guy. Wait, I don't think it matters at this point no. who's little or whatever in the on the show anymore. No. But yeah, I think he's the one who's gonna be like your next big thing. That's my
0: potentially, yeah.
1: Not no, and that's no disrespect to Champer at all no, because no. I think he's you know he's a fantastic guy, um, and I think he'd be a great. He, he's a very good heel. I think he's an easy cause I think he's a natural heel. Yeah. He looks like a heel. Um, although he's done fantastic work, you know, with um, Gargano, I think that he's he just he's just got that heel thing about him. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I think Gargano. I think he's got the look. I think he's got the s- the skills.
0: Interesting. Like, I, I to be honest, with the fact that they've got McIntyre and Black there, and there's all sorts of rumors about a certain Cole um, turning up because he's out of contract. I wouldn't instantly go to that because um of those people mm. but the fact that they've, they have broken up now they have to do something with them yeah for that
1: i think they'll go into a program for a while and i think un- i think they'll have a big match in the summer yeah which is still a few couple of months away i think summer quite late i think it's like august or something i could think be, so could yeah. be wrong it's quite late so we're, to- we're talking three months of maybe them two just having a rivalry and i don't think they're going to do an awful lot with them both but i can see gargano get a huge push yeah i think he's got it all i just think he's got the whole package
0: yeah definitely and you totally felt for him at the end as well and oh like it was horrific the spot off the table onto those like red weird looking tables was was amazing but I quite like that
1: Champa just sat there, just staring at him. He didn't stand up and like go to the crowd or anything. No. He j- and that made it even fucking creepier and even worse yeah, that he just yeah. sat there with his legs crossed just staring at him and I was like, Wow.
0: Yeah, and he was kind of like when, when he when he when they were on the staging bit, he was still hugging him.
1: Yeah, like and crazy. Then, and then he beat him and then
0: he started beating him up again. Do
1: you reckon there's gonna be like a reason for it? They're gonna try something like, like he's been fucking bribed or some shit by Elloran. Elloran's given his money and it's going to change his life and change his family's life.
0: Maybe something like that. Maybe it's a case of like, you know, we lost and I'm not a loser. So (sighs) we need to, we need to, we need to end this. But he could have just said it in a promo. He didn't have to beat him up.
1: Oh, he's very sad. It was tragic. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. When, the first time Gargano grabbed for him.
0: Yeah. I I could... yeah, Honestly, we've close. done a react
1: to it, and if you have it on, I look away because my eyes fill up with tears, and I'm like, I'm not crying on the fucking camera here. But <laughs> I fully could have just—if I would have been watching that on my own, I would have burst into tears. I was yeah. that upset. I was so upset watching it. Yeah, it really affected me. They did it so well. Good, yeah. good guys. God, yeah, totally. but it's got me so on board with them both in terms of their rivalry. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm well up for that.
0: Hundred percent. I was absolutely gutted by it, <sighs> and I think, I think that's the, that's the thing, like. There's there's so few shocks in wrestling left, um, because we all we all pride ourselves of no, of all thinking that we know everything. Because mm. like I was I was hundred percent guarantee Adam Cole was walking out on that show. Yeah, and he didn't. A hundred percent certain the fact that he, you know the Bullet Club turned on him, all that sort of stuff. Hundred percent certain he was walking through those curtains at some point, and the fact that he didn't is great because you know we don't know everything Mm. but there's so few surprises left yeah so to get one is really like it makes me it makes me more into what they're trying to do and nxt in particular what they're trying to do because they're still even though we said they've been gutted and they've been they've been you know cleaned out the roster's been cleaned out everybody who was big is now on the main roster um they're still pushing the envelope they're still Mm. pushing it and they're still trying, and they've still got people who wanna go for it and d i y want to go for it Offers of pain may not be the best, but they are going for it. They're trying you know is Bobby Roode trying not to me. he's not putting on five star matches. I've not enjoyed a match, really, like like an n x t enjoyment of a match where it's like a, not a bit of a spot fest because you know you don't need it to be a bit of a spot fest. But I feel like that's what it is. I feel like Rude needs to be on the main roster like now.
1: Uh, that was what I was just about to say when you yeah. were saying that. He's a he's a main roster wrestler.
0: Yeah. 100%. So like
1: and and he doesn't he doesn't need to be doing anything crazy. Yeah. But NXT is built for people to be making a name for themselves and I think Rude's 100%. got a name for himself. He's done and he needs to just be on the main show. His character's all set, his yeah. wrestling style set. He's he's absolutely fine to go up and yeah. he's an elder statesman however they've just not got anyone yet to replace him so he's suffering from Asker syndrome at the moment whereby it's a bit of a struggle because they can't Bobby Roode's your last guy
0: you, s- you say that but they've started from scratch before like yeah, I d- true. I honestly like how good that NXT show was it, it, as a whole I know we've still got one match to talk about and it, we are a bit biased so <laughs> prepare for the loving but the um you know, we're not there for. I don't think people are watching, and there's not that many people watching NXT as well, which is nuts. She's absolutely fucking crazy.
1: I know. I find that insane. Yeah, it's mental. It's, it's great mental. Show. It's, it's
0: the same. The same reason why Randy Orton takes a piss out of indie wrestlers. <laughs> like it's just, it's just absolutely mental. Um but I, I don't think we are there for the stars. I think we're there for the brand. Mm. And I think we're there because they always push the envelope. Backlash ain't coming fucking close to that. No way. And I, I, hope, I hope it does, because if it does, it'll be amazing. And um, But nakamura Ziggler's going to be a straightforward match. AJ against Owens will be a straightforward match. They won't do anything mental. Not that I want them to do anything mental, cause it, or like the thought of them might might get injured. One of them might get mm. injured. Like no, I don't. I don't want that. But NXT are pushing the envelope. They're the trying. Yeah. Like the shows that we've been to see recently, the are pushing the envelope. They're trying things. They're trying new things. They're trying interesting angles. And it's backlash will just be straight. It'll be great. It'll be absolutely great. But it'll just be straight matches. Uh huh. Like there won't be any like crazy. Um, surprise, or anything like that. For fuck's sake, the women's title's not even being defended. I know, yeah. It's a, si- a six-woman tag match. And Charlotte's on the face side. What's going on? Come on. <laughs> Come on.
1: Yeah, she's full-on face now.
0: Get a grip of yourself.
1: Because of the welcoming committee. Like, they're strong enough heels. Oh,
0: Jesus. James Ellsworth. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Christ. Okay. So, any more for any more?
1: I think we'd better move on to our main event.
0: What was that? Ha <laughs> ha, what's that indeed? <laughs> it's our main event, bitches. It is. Match of the night. And anybody who says no, I will fight you. I
1: will fight I will you. F- Put on my fighting trousers. I will
0: fight a man <laughs> who disagrees. No, I'm joking. I think you could, there's a good argument for the tag team title match being the match of the night, if we're being honest. If we're being honest, and maybe without the rose tinted glasses...
1: I think they were very different so it's quite yeah, tough. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's, it's tough, tough yeah. because they were so I w- I would put them on equal footing to be honest because they were very 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 different matches with if we're talking moments. Yeah. It's winning with the moment at the end and hence why it was
0: Yeah, I think without the moment at the end.
1: But the, yeah, it yeah. was it was probably still even because it yeah. was it had some really <gasps> kind yeah, of spots yeah. to it and they put yeah. so much effort into it. Yeah. And obviously the like the first NXT ladder match for the tags yep. was a big deal. So yeah, but I think that's objectively. Personally, the UK match was my favourite. So
0: we <laughs> had Tyler Bates against Pete Dunne for the WWE UK championship now. Go make a name for yourself, Pete Dunne. <laughs> Fuck me. Like so let's let's back up though. Chicago. You put you put us over more <laughs> than we possibly could have wanted yeah. out of that. You fucking beauties, Chicago. The, the crowd were fantastic. You came to fucking party. I think
1: there's always a nervousness when there's a UK match on. Even in the UK, even the Norwich crowd, I was yeah. like nervous because I was going, Oh please be into this. And of course they're gonna be fairly into it. Yeah. But like when they said it was that you know this UK championship. Match was going to be on NXT Takeover Chicago. I was like, "Oh shit! I hope the crowd are into this." I
0: instantly went pre pre show match.
1: Yeah, I was like, "Oh, yeah. here we go. This is good. This is a shame. Um, I hope they like it." Yeah. Now, I, I couldn't have hoped for anything better. <laughs> the, the reaction chance. was
0: fight UK forever. Chance? <laughs> <laughs> UK chance. UK. UK. like, <laughs> fucking yes. It was. It was amazing. so cool to see. It was so fucking cool to see. Like. Because we, you know, I think it may, I think this harks back to when we were talking about NXT previously. Yeah. And when people like Balor and Nakamura turned up. And we were like, fuck me, these guys are amazing. Why do we not watch the mm. indies? So obviously that made us work backwards to the point of seeing progress in ICW. Now, maybe it's a bit of a biased thing because we've seen these guys quite a lot now. And we've got their merch and mm-hmm. you know all that sort of stuff. But oh my god, did they completely destroy it? They absolutely knocked it out of the park. It like, was
1: so good.
0: There was there was three counts of stand innovations. Uh, three times the, was, the crowd was on the feet.
1: I would love to know, like you say, if we hadn't have gone back and we hadn't have seen them in between the UK championship and now what we would have thought of that i think we would have still loved it i think we would have still been all over it
0: i i think if that i think if we hadn't had got into the the indie scene in the uk Mm. um we would do now
1: yes i think after watching that would
0: be like holy fuck where have they been (laughs) where have they been wrestling because that's the whole that's the whole point of working backwards you know you know we found new japan through nakamura uh, not found it, but watched it more yeah. because of Nakamura. Um, sparsely watched ICW, watched it more because I think people like Bala and Norm Dar. Um, mm. So it all it all swings around about us, but I couldn't I could not have asked for anything more. I was saying because we've done a, we've done a reaction video to this, and this is the one that I want to put up the most because I feel like I was the most animated. I think you were the most animated yeah. during this because I wanted them to knock every spot out of the park. I wanted everything to be perfect and the crowd to just go mental. You can, uh, you know, retrospectively, you can always argue that Pete Dunn was always winning that because he was, he's such an imposing character. Yeah. And bait... As I said before on another podcast, <laughs> he's growing that beard for a reason.
1: <laughs> I've literally heard you say that about 50 times. Yeah, he
0: is. Well, he is. <laughs> mustache Mountain's got to be debuting on NXT soon, I think. I think that's what they're going for.
1: Well, he did the whole mustache thing. He did he the Mustache did, Mountain pose. Which, which in I've the not ring. seen him do. No, nor have I.
0: Um, so that would be interesting. Uh, but G- Jesus Christ, was it amazing? It was amazing to see. And. I, d- I don't have enough positive words to say about it. They both just fucking went for it because the thing is, is like I know it's not their style, but Rude like and Atami, I felt was safe, mm. and they and they just kind of they just kind of put their match on, and and that was that. And and you know we we know how hard it is to put a match together. Like don't don't get me wrong, like. Me especially now, I know what goes into it, and it's and you know me saying that the phoning it in is not really fair. He's having wrestling lessons. Oh Jesus! So Just pushed it in. me whisper it last time. Um, but they, they both went for it. I feel like they both went for it, and they pulled out every move, like corkscrew four four fifty from bait. Mm. You know the oh, so the good. the spinning DDT. Reversal out of the um out of the the pump handle sort of slam thing, uh the 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 name it's like it's not end of days is it? It's so, some something something like that. I can't remember Pete Dunn's finisher name, but we're sort of spinning DDT out of that and just the the submission stuff to start with. It had everything. It had a bit of everything. Mm. And do you know what was the f- fucking cherry on the cake? jr's commentary well i mean come oh on. my like it's perfect him and nigel like owned it and he when we watched the uk special which was a bit disappointing it felt like it was it was cobbled together it was a bit rushed mm. but jr really made that for me because they were talking about british wrestling on it and talking about british wrestlers like old school british wrestlers and on this one jr has a, an uncanny ability of getting both wrestlers over Like, doesn't matter who wins or loses. JR's putting you over. If you're a heinous heel, he's giving you shit. If you're a big face, he's giving you enough steam to get over. That isn't Roman Reigns-level steam.
1: What what I, just to jump in there, sorry, I think what I admire the most about him is that he does all that in hardly any words.
0: 100%. On the fucking nail, darling. On the night. he says hardly yeah. anything
1: doesn't ramble he literally will say a sentence that consists of 5-10 to ten words and he's got both guys over and you're like yeah. how have you been so concise you're not imposing you don't offend my ears you don't piss me off you don't ramble and get yourself in knots he says so little and yet so much with 100%. so little and that is just Couldn't a rarity with commentary
0: could not have said that better Because the thing is, as well, like, you know, I would argue if he was in there, and not saying Cole's bad, but Cole's annoying, (laughs) but not saying he's bad. But if JR was in there instead of Cole, I honestly believe a lot, not everyone, a lot of people would feel differently about Roman Reigns. That's how big of an influence this guy Mm. has. Because, you know... The, the 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 thing that pisses me off the most about Reigns and again we'll go back to it as we always do <laughs> is the commentary team you know there's there's a heel commentator face commentator bit of fluff now when Reigns comes out the all three of them turn face it's like why I
1: oh know it's so it's, it's so why. frustrating yeah it's
0: ridiculous it's ridiculous but Jr on commentary like when when we were watching the special and I tweeted out I feel so like honoured that it, you know obviously he's doing it because he's doing it for a job. But the fact he could have done two hour five live, mm. he could be on Raw or SmackDown. If he if that guy wanted a full time schedule, he'd be on Raw or SmackDown. Like 100%. now, hundred percent. Because he's had so many good comments from this UK thing. But like I I feel so like crazily honoured that he he has chosen because he's chosen to do it. He's chosen to do the UK shit, mm. and the fact that I've grown up watching wrestling with Jr as my voice of wrestling. Not Michael Cole, no matter how many fucking years Michael Cole does it for, he's never going to be the voice of WWE. Like, JR is the voice of WWE because he was a voice of the Attitude Era. He'll always be the voice of WWE for me. Mm. So the fact that he is doing the UK stuff and he's not missed a step is amazing. Amazing.
1: I completely agree.
0: Last point then, Um, where does it go from here?
1: NXT or the UK?
0: No, fuck NXT. We <laughs> about that. Well, the, the UK championship show.
1: The truth is, I really don't know. I find... Th- yeah. I, I was kind of asking you the same question while we were watching the match because I thought they were going to... I thought they were going to do something with it, like a regular show. And then they did this one-off Norwich show and yet they didn't... They kind of showed it a week later and it had yeah. all been spoiled and... You know, when we watched it, it was okay, but it felt like they kind of did the same show again, but just not as good. So it felt like they did nothing different. Um, And it just, the venue wasn't as good, the crowd weren't as good, sorry Norwich, but like, it just felt like a lesser show than the Blackpool ones. It felt like they went backwards a little bit with it. Yeah, Um, And I just assumed that it was kind of going to turn into something regular, not so much maybe a weekly show, because they've all got indie oh, excuse me, indie commitments, but at least something that had some regularity so that they would say, it's on this time every fortnight on the network or we're going to be broadcasting from ICW, we're broadcasting from Progress next month from their such and such pay-per-view for this match. And it doesn't, I don't know. I mean, I I think what's interesting and I suppose what throws a, spanner in the works and what i said while we were kind of doing the reacts again was that it seems like the momentum's so great between you know like bait and done yeah (laughs) that you're like oh you can't really deny this uk championship however i think those guys are going to get signed anyway by you know to nxt or to you know probably to nxt so it's like well then that's aside. I feel like those guys, you can't really class them in the UK thing anymore.
0: Right, okay. I feel like
1: they've gone beyond that now, particularly Don. I know he's got the title and the title yeah. store thing, but I think that those guys are their own. They're, they're just there. Yeah. I just think they're there. And well, I think
0: they showed it, like, last night. Yeah, they it. belonged
1: there. Jesus Christ. Yeah. They'd be idiots if they didn't sign those guys. And I'm sure they'd both those guys jump at the chance. They're not going to turn around and go, well, we're going to stay on the English Indies and maybe do the odd show for you. They'd go. They'd go and be full-time, and they'd be great. And I think they probably will. So it confuses me as to where they leave the UK Championship because you have got a load of guys there who, you know, a load of guys on the indie scene who can come together and do some amazing shows for you and would would love to come and kind of, like, fight for the UK Championship. Yeah. And I think maybe for the next twelve months they might do something like that, but I think beyond that, they're, they're going, they're going into the, they get, they're gonna get absorbed into the main talent. Yeah, those two in particular.
0: I think it's a, it's a, it's a closer eye, isn't it? It's a it's a, a WWE umbrella to have a look at the UK talent. Mm. Like that's and you know they did UK tryouts with loads of wrestlers, so they could all be coming in. But I assumed they would do something like a um like NXT where NXT is filmed once a month on one day and it's four episodes of it and that would be what they would do they would get out like a place like Norwich or even the Ritz in Manchester and film in one night 4 hours worth of yeah of of TV or 3 hours worth of TV plus promos and interviews and things like that um, but basically do it all in one night, and then they can go off and do their indie commitments again afterwards. So it's basically just one night. That's what I thought they'd do. And I th- But they keep saying it's a weekly show. They keep saying it's going to be a weekly WWE show, and then never saying what it was. So bizarre. You know? And then just changing the Norwich one to a special, which I thought was going to be the first... I think they first thought... Here's my thing on it. I think they thought the Norwich thing was going to be the first... F- like four episodes or something mm. of, of WWE UK. Right? Then they thought, no, let's put Pete Dunne and Tyler Bay on takeover Chicago. Yeah. To push it. So then they show what they can do on the NXT show. So then when they say right and they may they may have even announced it like after it like Triple H did that conference call, didn't he, which I'm dying to hear um, what he's got to say about that because there's got to be so many questions about that. Um,
1: Is that a Facebook Live thing? Yeah, he did yeah.
0: Facebook Live. So I, I want to watch it. I don't want to mm. hear the report. I want to go and watch it like after we finish doing this, this that's what I'm going to do. Um, but the... Uh, I don't know, I'd find it again but probably just on there mm-hmm. on Facebook. But the... Um, I think that was an advert and there's n- you cannot deny it after that. No. That was so good. So well done. Brilliant story. Everything was... Everything was on the money. They made, they made to me. They did exactly what I thought they were going to do, and they went in and they made them all look fucking stupid for not trying, for just doing stock matches. Like they made them look stupid, and like stock stock matches are fine. Like you know, it's it, there's a there's a time and a place for a load of spots, and a and that and that has been a crescendo that's been going on for ages ever since the UK Championship thing in Blackpool that's been building up to a rematch. So it's been not not many rivalries in WWE NXT or anything have that amount of t- have that amount of time to brood and just mm. like and just to simmer. Like like it's been going on for ages and then they do it again with an orange thing and they just twist the knife a little bit more and that's why the payoff was so fantastic. But they both went out there and they both absolutely destroyed it and you cannot deny it after that. Like they have to like if if that match, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna finish my first little rant and see if you've got any sort of comebacks to it with um, some tweets from Progress Wrestling. Yes, who are at This Is Progress on Twitter. Now there are a big UK promotion, which these guys perform at quite regularly. Um, so professional differences aside, obviously because of the uh, the middle finger in um, Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn. Did not only progress but British wrestling proud tonight? Take a bow, lads. If the UK Championship match at TakeOver doesn't convince you to support independent pro wrestling in the UK, we don't know what will. So, that is that I think sums it all perfectly. Mm. And obviously, they turn that advert back on themselves a little bit by saying, if this doesn't, if this doesn't, um convince you to come and watch one of our shows, even though they sell out every time, um, I don't know what will. I think the real question is, if that doesn't convince you that you cannot have a UK show that's WWE branded, I don't know what will. Yeah. I really don't. Because I couldn't have asked for anything more out of that. Like the.
1: But that's what makes me think that they'll just get absorbed into NXT talent. Yeah. Because I think they're so good that they know that having a UK a UK show is, you know, you've got to have very talented people on it to carry it and have it as a show. But yeah. you're talking about watering down the audience figures even more, you know, like it'll go main show, WWE, then NXT, then maybe two oh five live, and then it'd be UK championship. And you've got guys here who are out wrestling the guys on the main roster. Yeah. So it's a bit like, why why would we leave them down there? And hope to build a brand up that might not happen. When we can put them on NXT tomorrow, and sell yeah. T-shirts and have everyone screaming and going ape shit for them. Yeah. So I think there's some serious kind of, and and arguably, I think there are some really there are some fantastic. You know, obviously we've got Trent Seven, which I think who I think is going to be around, um, and there are some really good wrestlers. But I think. Aside from those three, the British Strong Style guys, talent-wise, yes. However, people who have got it all, they stand out for me more than anyone that I've seen yet on ICW and on Progress. There's some great people, but in terms of people who are ready for WWE, who I think will just get snapped up straight away, those three have got it. And everybody else, yeah. And if they think they can c- get everybody else can carry a UK show, yeah. Then I think a UK show would do really well. But I can't see those three staying on a UK show.
0: No, hundred percent. I think British Strong Style will be a faction. At some too point. big. Yeah, too they good. are. They are too big. Um, and the fact that they're doing the whole on the on the Indies, they're doing the Triple H entrance, and the, they're all doing the Pedigree and things like that. I think says quite a lot. Mm. Now, I would say that. The indie scene in the UK is more than strong enough to to put on that level of a match with other people like I think I that's, think, that, sorry yeah.
1: that's the I just want to clear up my point here the UK indie scene absolutely I'm talking about if WWE did a UK championship weekly show that's what i'm talking about
0: yeah that's what that's so i'm what not I mean. talking
1: about the uk the, the british uk indie scene
0: no no i know i know what you mean yeah. i'm just saying that I, I i i kind of agree yeah but like i think without them three i still think you've got a compelling show
1: for for a uk wwe yeah UK for a wwe branded show, show. Yeah.
0: like because they've started the ball rolling mm-hmm. like you know you, you seth rollins is and neville's and ballers and zane's of of elevated nxt i think they have elevated the uk scene enough mm. for to warrant those three going and that those three going and then your main event of the the wwe championship is wolfgang versus joseph connors and then you've got tag teams that can come in then as well and because mm. because i think i think if any anybody who's on a wwe branded show wrestling fans will take notice and real wrestling fans that real UK wrestling fans that go to all the shows which I would exclude us from because yeah. we just do the progress and the ICWs when they come around um but I'm sure we'll be doing more of them because of how much we've enjoyed them um the real the the hardcore UK wrestling fans will be like this guy like you know Jordan Devlin is an awesome little heel mm. like he could do it um the fact that I mean it's a shame that Grado is a TNA guy because Grado could do good work in it as well. But yeah. I don't feel like the Grado effect is where they're wanting to go with it. I don't think they want it to be a joke. I think they want it to be serious. And I wouldn't be surprised if Grado's heel turn at the moment is to reflect that. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if that isn't in the back of his head. Um am not saying it is. You but 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 you never know. But I think there's tons of guys that we won't even know about. Like look no at way. Nathan Cruz.
1: Yeah, no way. Nathan, like, Nathan
0: Cruz. We scratched like, the surface. Carl Ga- Carl Gax like was the one who like um, sort of out- outlined his thing, and he was supposed to be in the UK thing, and he got injured and mm. couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Now he, like Carl said, he could have gone on um, NXT main roster tomorrow because he is a Randy Orton-esque character. Yeah. So he could easily carry the brand as the heel, like going like going forward, easily do that. For me, so I think anybody you put. I think the f- the work that the three of them have done, and all of them that were on the the to- the initial tournament have done, is if you put WWE UK Championship on an a- on a venue that's small, that's not an arena, mm. I think it sells out regardless of who's on it. So then you can cherry pick your next guys, and re they'll they'll have they'll have the next two years planned out. It's like a, it's like Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like or you know the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they'll have <laughs> the, they'll have two years planned out yeah. of what they and obviously plans change if people get injured, but they'll have a two year plan of right, right we want a weekly show. Here's the people that I want flying the flag, mm. and here's this person and here's that person, and we can bring in these people and we can have an ICW branded show and we can have a Progress branded show. They'll Absolutely. be thinking they'll be thinking of all sorts because initially we said that they should have uk title matches on those shows to elevate the, those shows mm. i don't think they need to now because now we've been to both of them yeah progress don't need it icw don't need Th- they it they really don't they don't need the elevation but it's good that they can book those stars on their shows mm. when they're not doing the uk thing yeah and i think it's perfect it's a perfect working relationship with everybody so like pete Dunne, big star for the next couple of months, he'll probably be taking indie booking still and you've got the UK champion on your show, wherever yeah. it is, yeah. whether it's in the UK or it's not. That elevates that show. Some people might go just to watch him and then we'll stay for the other wrestlers that are on it. Mm. Uh, I think it's got to be a community-led thing.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think I think that's my, my fear with the WWE getting involved in doing the UK championship is that they will cherry-pick the ones they want and want to sign them and they will want to push them up. Obviously you want to have some top guys selling the show. Yeah. But I do think that for example, as I said before, Tyler Bay, Pete Dawn, will just get picked out of it. Yeah. So they could have something. You know, they could have a show, be- but I think that the talent and I'm and I'm very biased, obviously, but I think the talent in the UK is so great that these people are just going to get it's, it's just going right to get there. ransacked. I just think it's going to get picked and picked and picked and they'll get thrown onto NXT and stuff. Yeah. And I, d- I don't you know I, I think that they could either build a massive brand in the UK championship which they absolutely can. Yeah. But I think they do they have to leave them there.
0: Yeah, 100%. They have to leave them I mean,
1: there. to Because to, if you leave yeah. Tyler Bate there, if you leave Pete Dunne there, if you leave Trent Seven there, Mark Andrews, if they all stay there, Wolfgang, yep. then you've got a monster of a brand just waiting to happen. Yeah. But my fear is that they're not going to do that, that they're going to take the ones that are really special.
0: Yeah. Do you think, and here's the counter argument to that, is do you think they're taking the ones that are special and put them on NXT so they don't, Step on the toes of progress and ICW. Mm. So if they bec- if they it's like what culture like mm. you know it's a similar mentality to that just because they've got the money to just swoop in and make an amazing show, like should you do it? Yeah. So they're all right. I th- I think the the best best scenario for everybody and WWE have proved time and time again that they're that they're more than up for working with people. Yeah. So they're not as much as people say. Oh, Vince just buys up everybody's like. Well, yeah, he does, but he also was paying Paul Heyman for a long time. You know, so he's not all that bad. Mm-hmm. So he so where he where he sees talent he throws money at it, which is I think is a really good um uh philosophy to have, which is why NXT's done so well because yeah. you got triple H terrains. And the thing is, I think the best scenario would be they pick a venue once a month up and down the UK. Yeah. And it's one night, one night only. They don't do it over two nights because it's too much. And you fucking piss people off like the Knight family, uh, for some reason. But they they put on a show, uh, like maybe 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 it is over two nights, maybe it is the weekend, mm-hmm. and that's your four episodes filmed for yeah. the month. Then they go off, they do their indie st- the indie shows, which elevates the indie shows, and then you do another one every every month. You mm-hmm. do one, and that's your content for the network. Yeah. And I don't I honestly don't f- think it matters who's on it. Now if you have Pete Dunne and Trent Seven and Wolfgang and Tyler Bate and all them on it, then it would very quickly get to something that's probably too big. Um mm. and it might be that that monthly shows in an arena. Yeah. And then it might become a bit too big. Mm. Like any like like we worry with NXT. Like when you go to an NXT live show now, it's not like Blackpool; it's yes. it's like a WWE live show. So you know, you know, you're watching WWE. I think they've got an opportunity to make indie wrestling in the UK massive. Yep. Which is just a better, better hotbed for their talent because they're cherry picking who they want. They've they've got in bed with Progress, got in bed with ICW. So when they pick up the phone and go, "Hello, Mike Dallas. Hello, Jim. Uh, we want Jack Jester to come and do." um a couple of a couple of uh spots for us F- for this oh okay oh jack wwe want you oh fuck okay yeah because they're bigger like that's i mean i'm surprised jester's not involved i really am
1: yeah me too actually
0: but maybe it's because he's you know his whole thing is is very un-pc in it, but I don't you know he's so cool i I know, yeah, but it's like you know it's big kink and all that shit, mm. but like you know i th- I think he could easily be the jack jester character without the the women yeah. in at the start of his music, um <laughs> but anyway we may we may see that at some point, we may see it, but the um I think that's why they do it. I think they'll get in bed properly with i c w in progress, they'll put a monthly show on that completely stays away from anywhere that ICW and Progress go. Yeah. Because that's probably why they picked Norwich, because it's a recognisable name, and Progress don't do shows in Norwich, neither do ICW, mm. or neither... They weren't there at that time. Yeah. So they'll stay away, there'll be some tiny venues, and they'll keep it cool, I think. Do you reckon? Yeah, I think they'll keep it cool, and they'll want... Because they don't, they don't need to create a third arena brand. As much as Vince is probably slathering at the thought but I, I think the next six months we get a weekly show we get merchandise we get UK merchandise that'd be cool WWE UK shirts because mm. I'm surprised that they won't put like a Pete Dunne shirt out now they've got to pretty quick <sighs> I think they sell oh they sell fucking buckets of them after that really? After that match they sell if you put a Bruiserweight WWE branded t-shirt yeah. you fuck me it'd sell, it'd sell tons absolutely tons i not surprised if we go on the shop now and we see it agreed any more
1: I was just mega impressed. I think it just superseded everything that I expected. It was absolutely amazing. Loved it. I couldn't believe my own look. And it was funny because we're coming off of the back of a podcast we did last week where we were really upset with WWE. And I know that this is NXT, so it's not quite WWE. And it's funny, actually, because on Jericho's podcast, he actually calls the main roster WWE. And he's like, oh, so when you moved up to WWE, so he doesn't even class NXT as WWE at all, which I find really interesting. Yeah. Um, and I suppose it isn't to a wrestler because it's all very regimented there and you get your travel and all, you know, you get put on a little coach and you get taken. It is a training camp. It's like, it's like the army, of <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> wrestling. So, like... We, you know, we were we were a bit kind of disparate, you know, disparaging towards WWE. Yeah. And this kind of surprised me how good it was. I was I expected nothing from this takeover at all. No. I didn't know what the card was at all. I knew the women's match because I've seen it all over Facebook, but I didn't know anyone else. I had no idea. You had to tell me. Yeah. And I was like, all oh, right, okay, well, whatever. It's because
0: we've been we've been pulling back from WWE. Mm. But an NXT, unfortunately, I suffered a little bit because of that. Yeah. Now NXT is still aimed at us.
1: Mm. Hmm. And it's great. Yeah. It's just a shame the tickets are fifty pounds
0: Fuck a that. piece to go and For see a it live show. Live. No it has way. some
1: bullshit, isn't it?
0: That's some prime bullshit. <laughs> I bet we can. Wa- I bet we could walk up on the night and get a tenner one off a Probably. towel. Probably. And the thing is, like, you know, are they? If we, if we, you know, because the ticket sales might be shit. They might have dropped them. They might have released cheaper tickets on the sly. Yeah. You know, but f- fifty quid for a house show is It's
1: excessive. It's light, it's, isn't asking, it? it's asking a lot. Mm.
0: Twenty quid, I'd be there.
1: Well we paid twenty pounds for a WWE live show when we went to yeah, t-
0: yeah twenty. It twenty about quid. A row, yeah. Yeah.
1: Which I'm I'm happy to pay twenty pounds for a live show. I think any more and you're being robbed
0: it's just the opportunity i think to buy a cheaper ticket because it was the only tickets that i could maybe it's changed now but the only tickets that i could uh, look at were it was like best available there was no it, the only thing you could because che- usually it gives you the price tiers mm. and you can choose what price tier you want yeah it just didn't give me any price tier. it was just best available ticket yeah so i was like oh, okay and clicked on it and it came up with and i asked for two and it came up with 51 pound I was like, all oh, right, f- fifty quid for both of them. Yeah, fine. And then also, like, I don't know what else says each. It's
1: terrible, terrible. Yeah, it's far Robbery. too much.
0: Far too much money for a house <laughs> show. It was a decent seat. It was like, you know, lower tier. But I don't, I don't, you know, I don't want to be paying like tons of money for a house show. No, it's I think a lot, of people, it. Yeah, think a lot it. of people don't. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't. Because some of the UK guys are going to be on the NXT house show, so that's why I wanted to go. Mm. I want to see Alistair Black and. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, and but f- fifty quid is is a lot is a lot
1: you could go to like a progress you get three progress tickets for 50 quid yeah just nuts
0: And have a fiver left for a pint <laughs> you would though it's I crazy yeah, it's, insane. it's absolutely crazy it's insane yeah totally and i think we know which one we're going to be doing more Two right get the get the pints in <laughs> so any more? i feel like we could talk about this for hours
1: no, I yeah, me too. I'm I'm really intrigued as to what's next for the UK Championship because I don't think they quite know yet.
0: No, I think they've got an idea, but I, th- I think it's all about timing and execution. Mm. I think the I do think the Norwich show was supposed to be the first because hence why Todd Phillips said or Tom or Todd whatever the fuck his name is uh, said it's gonna be a new weekly show like a couple of weeks ago on yep. NXT and then and or, well a couple of weeks ago but before it came out that it was going to be on TakeOver Chicago that match. Yeah. And I think that was going to be the first one. And then they realized, oh, shit, actually, we've not got time to edit this. Because they even said, which got kept proper quiet, like the guy who, who was doing the compra was like, the the number one contender for the NXT uh, the, sorry, the WWE UK Championship at TakeOver yeah. Chicago. Like, I was what? like, fuck, that, uh-huh. that wasn't even mentioned. No,
1: yeah, crazy. Yeah. Like you even said, it. it's crazy that that didn't get leaked.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it probably did. I just didn't look at it properly. Mm. But you think that would be like the opening yeah, thing? Yeah, big time. Um, but the, uh, I, thi- I think they wanted that to be the first... Of the la- of the episodes, yeah, and then takeover came around a bit too quick, and just thought, nah fuck it, mm. we'll just put see how it goes. We'll it's put like a special, crazy. yeah, we'll put a special on the Friday before, uh, and see how well it does on the network." Yeah, but it it, it must have done okay, but it couldn't have done amazingly because we knew the outcome. So yeah, it's one of them. It's one of them. It's one of them. But I'm gonna leave it there because my face is hurting from speaking from what from speaking
1: oh I thought he was smoking i was like jesus that as well um yeah no i'm done i well. am done
0: uh so thank you very much for listening everyone as always we are rtm wrestling find us on twitter instagram and snapchat at rtm wrestling uh, if you want to join us in chatting about wrestling just in general um let us know what you think as well with the you know especially uh, some of our uh, brothers from across the pond of what, how you sh- see the UK? Because obviously we're looking at it from roast tinted speckies, mm-hmm. But if you, you know, let us know what you think of it. Do you think it's got legs? Were you impressed with Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate as much as we were? Uh, and have you watched any of the UK stuff? Do let us know. Um, and until next time,
1: cheerio, motherfucker. Pip pe- pip. Pe-